feel like there was something else I wanted to ask you before we started, but just got coming up empty now. Well, we're starting. You can still ask me now because I can cut this. I know, but I don't remember it is the, oh, the issue. That does make it harder to ask the question. Yeah, it really, really does. <laughs> I had a question I was going to ask you. I don't remember the question, but I'll still ask it. It so, happens yeah. to me all the time. With just life? Yeah. That's, that's I'm like, oh, I want to ask this person this thing. And then like 30 seconds later, I see him and I'm like completely what gone. What was the thing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you should see a doctor about that. I think it might be that Gigavax. Yeah. That, uh, I've heard there are some no. side effects from that. No, I'm in deep <laughs> denial about that. No side effects. <laughs> That's definitely not why I was sick twice in the last month. It wasn't the giant needle that stuck in, <laughs> in the green liquid they injected in you. So hmm. it was more Hopefully. of a glowing green, but yeah, there's, you know, for, you know there's, there's, like, there's a non-zero chance that people are listening to this for the first time because they want to hear if their opinion made it. Just mm-hmm. for the record, that's a bit from earlier episodes. We're not talking about just the normal COVID vaccine. We're talking about a spam oh, yeah, that's email. That's probably wise to get right. that out there. <laughs> we Nick Nick has his normal COVID vaccine. Very yeah. Check out our Facebook well. uh, page, and we've got a right. picture of what we're talking about. Yeah, what we got emailed and, and what we've kind of put together. But yeah, um, to those people, uh, hello and welcome. Right, and I did nail yeah. it. Hello and welcome to Coldplay RS. Seamless transition. <laughs> Speaking of glowing green vaccines and bits, welcome to Coldplay RS, your number one destination for all of those things. Um, this is I'm JD and I'm Nick. I don't. I just. I wish like if the, the thing about a TV show or a news show is that you can like throw that up at the bottom, you know, like the names because and then you can keep going. Yeah. And I always forget to keep going, or I always forget to do that. So I always I start a sentence, remember I'm supposed to do it. Jump Cut back the sentence to it. off and then go back to the and sentence. Then gotta pick yeah, up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, this is um, All Things Considered uh, <laughs> on NPR. Welcome to All Things Considered. No, this is yep. all, all Things are the, the penultimate episode of Coldplay R Us, um, yeah. at least for the time being. Um, we're we gonna made do, it. It's a little bittersweet, but we, it's very we're bittersweet. I, I don't know why I'm a lot more sad about this than I was about BNL ending. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I think part of it's because I was just watching the documentary. You know, we'll talk about that next, but yeah. Um, and just all those feel good emotions and it feels sad to kind of be leaving that behind for a little bit. Okay. Um, but, uh, but cause I've had a lot of fun doing this. So um, well, yeah, it's let's, a little, let's open what the episode's going to be. And then let's talk a little bit about our journey here. Fine. Fine. If we have to Yeah. go ahead. What's the episode going to be? So today we are doing, we're talking about the aforementioned documentary head full of dreams. Documentary. That's a good word. That was a good big word you used. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's my word of the day. I got a little calendar. You use it like seven more times today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and after that, we're going to go into some unpopular opinions submitted by yeah. some Reddit users, some uh, listeners through email. This was uh, crazy. We put a post, you know, we had been talking about doing this for a while. And yeah. I just specifically remember at one point you saying like, um, like, I'm just worried that we're not going to, like, I don't want to talk about it in an episode and then not get enough um like like feedback like enough opinions right yeah so, i was really worried about we commit to it right then nobody sends anything in and right. then we're like hey we're gonna do this and we never do it and because all, of that yeah, but right and then you just committed to it an episode i was like well here we go i just knew i just and, knew man music fans and cold yeah. being on that subreddit for as long as we have i just you knew had the instincts 225 comments on the on the reddit post alone 
um, the vast majority and of those one emails and one email. <laughs> The vast majority of those are opinions, and there are some that are um, comments on the opinions. Of course, people going back and forth and stuff. Um, but uh, it was it was so so cool to see all of these um, op- opinions come in. Um, yeah. My favorite thing. There's two of my my two favorite things about the whole idea was there were some that I would say respectfully were not unpopular opinions at all, <laughs> and then there were oh, a bunch where there was like two polar opposite opinions on like the same song or same album. And I loved reading those, you know, like, yeah, whoops, sorry. Ghost stories is like the most underrated Coldplay album. And then like ghost stories is the most overrated Coldplay album. <laughs> I love, I love seeing that. Like, um, like just the, you know, like the difference yeah. in people's opinions and thoughts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, we had that on ghost stories. We had that on X and Y mm-hmm. couple songs, musical Daddy. spheres, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, Daddy, we'll talk Definitely. about that. But but um, yeah. but no, it was so that was really fun to hear. So we're gonna do that, like you said. We're gonna talk about the doc. We're gonna talk about um the opinions, and then um we're gonna do a holiday episode next month. You know, just some of the Christmas stuff they've done, some of the silly boy things they've been silly boying over the years. Yeah, and um then we'll... we may even combine uh Coldplay with our next band there because they've got a holiday song and that may work out timing wise. Ooh, that's a good transition. So um, let's so, talk about that quick. Yeah. Um because we buried it last time and we're, we don't want to do it this time. So we're going to um, come in up front. Yeah. So if you, if the you're Coldplay era is over longtime listeners of the, of the, the four of you that are longtime listeners of this yep. podcast know that this is the RS universe. It's a lot like the Marvel universe, the yeah, MCU. The RS universe. So this is the, <laughs> this is the, the AUU, the RS universe. <laughs> and um, what we do is we do, we go album by album, but we go, um, you know, or we do bands, we go album by album, which means that it's a lot shorter podcast than bands or than, than podcasts that do song by song. So yeah. um, what we did, you know, we did, we started with Bare Naked Ladies Are Us because it's a band that we both love. And then we decided to kind of for the next two series, if you are seasons, do like a flip where Coldplay is a band that you know, but that yeah. I have been like deeply in love with for years. So I was kind of like the knowledge base on this, whereas the next band, we're going to do the flip where you're the knowledge base. And yep. a lot of it is very fresh to me. So that's the next, um, that, that's the, like, that's the idea right now. Right. And, and this um, season was, I, I knew a lot of Coldplay's early stuff, not uh-huh. much of their last stuff. So I right. was coming in a fan, right. not necessarily a super fan. And the mm-hmm. further flip on the next series yeah. uh, is that you've, specifically held off on listening to just about every anything i think that i have listened to as far as i can remember two songs by this band okay. i think that's it and i couldn't tell you what they sound like or what the names were or anything <laughs> like that. um two songs so do you well I mean, they have a couple more than that okay so they've um, got four so we can stop still be teasing out series. a bit if you want to just get to it i just you know for me it's it's the foreplay just kind of makes it go a little too long i want to get straight to the bit i want to get straight okay. to the point so get straight to the point with well me. the point uh, is the next band is Radical Face. So the next Yay. season will be Radical Face R Us. Wow. So we didn't we really think that from... title through, did we? No, we did not. Uh... <laughs> I really hope that we don't do the killers. Yeah. Because that's going to raise some flags on Apple. <laughs> hey, I'm in for it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen our pictures? We'll be fine. <laughs> yes, Radical Face, a band that seven or eight people have heard of. Yeah, um, we're going and, from one of the biggest bands in the world to uh, much, much, much smaller band. <laughs> right, right. This is our right. X and Y. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Hey, hey, wait a second. I jumped <laughs> into the X and Y bit without realizing. 
that means different things to the both implications of us. <laughs> yeah <laughs> the implications so tell me a little bit just a little bit about radical face and why you're choosing them yeah uh so if we want to if we want to further it i got the data up now just quick we're going from just reddit alone mm-hmm. coldplay the subreddit has Thirty-three thousand subscribers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Radical Face has nine hundred fourteen. <laughs> um, so it's a bit of a transition. Uh, <laughs> there, it's mostly uh, Ben Cooper, mm-hmm. uh, but I would, I would wholeheartedly ask people to give it a chance. I think they're a great band, obviously, because this is my mm-hmm. choice. Right. It's a bit more of a mellow vibe than Coldplay. Uh, sure. A lot more of a mellow vibe. A little bit more folk alternative-y. Okay. Um, but I got into them because they have one. Of, he has one of the coolest projects I've ever heard in music. Uh, and it's not his first album, so you have to stick through to the second episode. But the second through fifth album, so a four-album series, is called The Family Tree. And each song has like a story and they're all tied to each other. So each song is about a person in this long lineage of family tree and they all interrelate to each other and tie back and there's crazy amount of references. Uh, So that's that's like, it's like watching arrested development a little bit crazy amount of references. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But no, I just thought it was a cool project and then I fell in love with the music and it's stuck ever since. Cool. So, okay. Yeah, no, we'll mention. That... <laughs> I think, We're really I giving you a taste of me to... leading here. <laughs> I feel like you're talking to me when you say, "Just give it a chance. Just give yeah, it, give it, get past the first. Like... <laughs> no, the first no, album I... is great. It's just not that. It's not the. It's not the project. It's not the family yet. tree. I'm looking yeah. forward to. It. I think it'll be fun. You know, I, I, I think what I'm looking forward to maybe the most is that it just the flip of the. Um, uh, like the, I don't not, not the relationship, the power dynamic, the power, the dynamic is actually the word I was looking for, not the power dynamic, but the dynamic <laughs> of like really not even like you taking lead, but like me not knowing anything, because I think with Coldplay and BNL, I've there, I think there was one, one album we did. Um, I forget which one for Coldplay that I listened to it once the day of, and I was mm-hmm. like, yep, I got this. And like, I probably could have not listened to that album that day and known been have had fine opinions on everything yeah so that's now the I'm part going, i'm really interested to see what your prep work looks like, like. that's what i'm saying nothing's I'm gonna, gonna change for me <laughs> i guess what's gonna change for me is that there will have to be prep work yeah <laughs> <laughs> for, for the majority of these things there haven't i haven't had to do much prep and so i'm ex- i'm interested to see how um how that all works out i think i think it'll be fun um, yeah but i'm interested it's, it's also like you know um uh, you know and i know again like you it's a bit different because you came in as a fan to Coldplay, but right. you know how big of a fan I am and how much the band means to me. Um, and I also know that about you and Radical Face. You can hear the sump pump. It's over now. Uh, <clears throat> I know how much this band means to you. And so I yeah. think that in and of itself will draw me to it in a lot of ways, right? Because like I know the power it holds for you. So I think that'll be fun too to kind of dissect that with you if that makes yeah. sense no that definitely makes sense okay cool uh, i think also while while we're talking about it yeah if you know nothing about them and you're interested but are more tied to the music d- i can list off listen a couple songs don't, don't to recommend a try or not stop recommending your side podcast okay this, this isn't even this is not the side podcast 
go ahead and give give the give the give the. Give the Do you give, think that's a good the, idea? Give the give 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 the give the. Give just, them a give, taste? just go give them give. If you could give them right now, give them a bit of a taste. Well, I can't sing it. <laughs> just sing <laughs> sing your favorite radical bass song from start to finish now. <laughs> No, off the top of my head, I would say check out. Yeah, well, just, great I continuation. Of like, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, check out Always Gold. Uh, Welcome home, son. We're on our way. Uh, the mute are some of the big ones, uh, and I'll give you a taste of what you're so in. The for. big ones means like they're over a thousand listens on Spotify. Uh, at least over a hundred. Oh, okay, that's fair. They're in the triple digits. Um, that's no, fair. I bet. I bet they're, <laughs> no, they're higher know, than you would expect. <laughs> um, so that's gonna be fun though. It, it'll be it'll be so we're gonna do our holiday episode and then early next year, probably sometime January, February, we're gonna go into Radical Face. And yeah. uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. How many albums excited. did you say? Um, depends on how we look. We're still breaking it down. Okay. Yeah, depends we we, we are we collectively we're still breaking it down. We're both yes. putting the, yes, the exact amount of- I we're breaking it down. <laughs> um <laughs> just like collectively i'm editing yes exactly <laughs> yeah okay so we'll see so it'll be a few episodes for sure yeah um but so, so now how are you feeling about being done uh yeah like moving I said, on from coldplay it has been um it has as as um ghost stories was for chris it has been a very transitional period in my life for the past few months um and i feel like this has been like the like the it weirdly like the center of it not the center of it that'd be weird like the mm. the anchor of it all right like i feel like yeah. no matter what's going on uh-huh. good or bad i've always got the pod to do which is a lot of fun and it's talking about ba- a band that has such a powerful message and yeah. um so i think it's been you know like if it was like this and then going into like freaking bright eyes or something like that like, <laughs> I gotta go, jesus i gotta go down even further like you know it's yeah. it's cool to have that so i've really enjoyed it i'm i'm definitely sad um I think my hesitate my 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 spiciness about radical face is more about leaving cold plane than it is about anything else just because like fair you know what I mean um so so no I, I'm sad but I've also really enjoyed it I've really enjoyed the um engagement that we've gotten from a lot of listeners and yeah uh, I hate it's really weird fun. to use this word but fans um <laughs> and um I'm I'm excited that we were able to do music of the spheres and have that be a part of everything so um yeah we we accidentally timed into that pretty pretty so perfectly like the first episode <laughs> was, was higher power the last real one was um was music of the spheres so yeah uh yeah i so no i'm 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 it's bittersweet i think that's the best word like you said it's bittersweet but um i've really enjoyed everything we've gotten to do so far what about you what do you think how I think and, this... and i would add to your question mm-hmm. how has your view or opinion of the band or the music changed over this interesting um but start with how you feel in general also bittersweet but probably a little bit of a flip of yours i feel like i'm definitely ready for a break of coldplay music similar Mm -hmm. to where i was with bnl oh for sure Um, i know i get that yeah and that's probably a function of how often i listen to an album in prep for these right right um so you know just listening to something 12 times straight you're ready for a break (laughs) after it even if you still like it Um, (laughs) this is great it's I can't uh, eat, I can't eat Chinese food every night, right? Like yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll have it <laughs> four times yeah. a week. Okay, five times. Yeah, just, too just much. Pushing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm also really excited to get into Radical Face and mm-hmm. really dive. I've been putting off listening to some of their stuff when I've had the instinct to go back, knowing that we are going to be coming into it. Uh, right. So I'm excited to get into that. Yeah. Um, I think 
my opinion of the band hasn't changed all that much. Sure. My appreciation for a lot of their music has really grown, especially, okay. I mean, obviously the stuff that I didn't know coming into this, mm-hmm. um, have a much greater appreciation for a lot of that now, uh, especially the stuff they listened to once and never gave it a chance again. Right. Right. Being, I like, like a lot more life, of that now. You know, ghost yeah. stories. Yeah. Yeah. Headful of dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably put them in my top 20 bands after this, where I don't know if they would have made it before. Wow. It surprised me that they wouldn't have made it before. I was just redoing my top 20 bands a couple of days ago. Like I, literally this week. I redid top 10 yesterday. <laughs> Did you seriously? <laughs> yeah. I didn't no, Nobody was added or subtracted. I just moved a few. Oh, around. I had a couple of additions. W- what were they? Uh, Wolf Alice and Phoebe Bridgers pushed all the way up. Who? So that means that who moved out then? Um, Cat Stevens dropped out. <gasps> wow. Yeah, which is big. Cat Stevens dropped um, out for um for Phoebe or geez. Yeah, Phoebe was the bottom, the tenth spot. Um, I'm trying to think of who else dropped out. This makes for good radio. It sure does, and I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um. <laughs> I was looking at mine earlier and I had Weezer ranked above Ben Folds and um, Jason Isbell. And oh. I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, that's not right. <laughs> so I moved Weezer down a couple of notches. I appreciate like, the no. thought. It's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's funny though, is that it had happened that I had decided that that was right. And then, yeah. you know, but the head not anyway, dropped so. out. Oh yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. So uh, let's, um, Let's talk about the, the 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 oh my goodness gracious da, 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 da. I am the, I the don't have a stutter guy <laughs> <laughs> the documentary yes let's talk about the head full of dreams documentary um it was my second what? time watching it it was your first time watching it uh, my bro- my brother and I what's that for first and, oh, second. and second right yeah my brother and I watched it um when first it came first out the night it came out um and uh, yeah so just again like we do with albums you know big idea what are your, what are your thoughts on it what did you think it was really cool. Yeah, man. It was really cool to see. I had a lot of footage from when they were first Dude. starting out, which was cool. So I'm I'm trying to hold my I don't want to ask you a question then immediately interrupt you. So I'm trying to <laughs> hold my thoughts. Yeah, well, see, I was waiting for the interruption because I could see it on your face. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just the I I am shocked by how much footage there is. It is yeah. mind blowing that Matt was there that whole time from the beginning taking yeah, so much from footage. Like, it seemed like day one right um yeah that was really cool over it was just cool to see there was a lot of cool insights um i took a lot of notes that we can get through we dive in a little bit further but yeah uh yeah what about you yeah same i i I think like like you said my my first thing is just how do they have so much footage um and like you said especially the early days because i think when you get to a certain point with a band you start to have somebody around with a camera, right? Like you just kind of yeah. like, which is like that stuff makes more <laughs> sense. But like you said, like literally day one and like these, these all like the shots of them in the apartment or at the dorm, like all of that footage is gold. Shut up is golden. Like it's, it's amazing to have that. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, watching it a second time, I've the first time I watched this, I love how often they do a compare contrast to you know, Chris saying like, you know, four years from now, we're going to be playing the big, st- you know, playing fucking big. That was whatever. really cool. And then shot. they do that four years later, they do it at Glastonbury. Yeah. Um, I feel like they did that a lot throughout the the documentary where like, you know, the most the one that I was watching towards the end was um, when they were recording the vocals for um, Viva, like the gang vocals around the mic. And then it transitions to them singing at the stadium. So like yeah. 
at first I really liked those. The second time through, I was kind of like, it seems a little over-reliant on that. Like they do that a lot, but it's just so cool to see that. It's so cool to see them starting in the studio doing something or like playing a little lick on a guitar and yeah. then poof, everything big. So, um, so I liked it. I, I, I agree that that's I really funny. Liked- I think that's, those are some of the shots that stood out to me the most. Yeah. I can see, I like, I, I know I have a couple like, uh, Everglow and Gwyneth was singing in the studio oh, to God. that live. That killed um, me. Yeah. That was good. So yeah, I, I think that's funny that you were like, yeah, the second time, maybe a little bit, a I little just bit felt, overplayed. I just felt, yeah. Um, that's all I, I, they were cool every single time, yeah. but it just felt like from a, from a, I mean this, I don't mean this in a snooty way from like a directing standpoint, it felt like something to fall back on. Like yeah. if you didn't know where to go with the narrative next, you could always fall back on a tr- that one, one of those transitions. Um, but no, I, I think the things that I liked the most seeing the dynamics of the band um, yeah. behind the scenes. And then I did like the very few glimpses into the, recording process that you get um i remember this stood out to me the first time and it stood out to me this time so i mean i guess this is transitioning into getting into like specifics that we liked um let's do it i remember the first go chronologically by the way i'll try um but i'm gonna i'm already in this thought so (laughs) get over (laughs) is when they were sitting down around the table going through the track listing for um head full of dreams that was so cool that was so like you just you think about those moments right of like all right what do you think about this Mm -hmm. yes 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 this one no, I don't, you know, like, <laughs> I love that part. Yeah. And what was then, an amazing day when Chris yeah. is like, oh, I don't know. And they were yeah. all like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because it's, that's sort of the, it felt like the opposite of what they talked about the conflict being later, which was like Johnny and Chris are like the really optimistic ones and positive ones. And then Will and yeah. I are the ones that are like negative. And so it was funny to see the flip where Chris was the one that was hesitant and the rest of the band was like, yeah, come on. It was good. Go for it. Agreed. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, yeah so and then it's, afterwards it's he's like, "We've definitely got an EP," which is <laughs> <laughs> <Just> pretty good. <laughs> um, uh, the the other one that just stood out that was kind of the the flip of that was they were just talking about when Phil rejoined the band, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 he was talking about how he was always kind of like the one that would settle arguments or conflict or whatever. And there's just this great shot of him walking into the room in the studio, and all four of them are just like sitting there with their arms crossed and like yeah. not talking to each other. <laughs> that I think he just, like just kind of like, turns around and fight, like, takes Phil. a step back <laughs> he's like oh I, shit yeah right? like, you come into work and you're like oh gosh I'm already we're starting with this so um but yeah go ahead let's go chronologically let's go with the points that you that you've got there no <laughs> or are you just being or is that just a joke I, th- I think uh, it was a bit of a joke because okay. I have a comment on like the first 10 seconds of the film but uh keep rolling on Phil uh I really liked or I one thing I noticed for sure is I thought him being the fifth member of the band mm-hmm. was more of a joke than it oh, actually right, right. apparently no, is. No, it's very legitimate, yeah. Um, so yeah. that was cool to hear a lot about how they spent a lot of time talking about his importance to them, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, I agree. I like that part. I liked, I it, it, like I said, it's fun seeing the specifics of it, seeing them in the yeah. studio, managing things, having, you know, talking and having those conversations. Um, yeah, I agree. I think it's cool to see Phil. And, and the thing that I like about the band too, is that they're all very personable, right? Like they're all, you know, they're all a little bit more shy than Chris yeah. is like they've said, but like you get any of them talking Phil included and it's very conversational. It's not that awkward. Um, it's very cool to, to, to hear that. Agreed. Yeah. What's your next note? Keep them coming, baby. You got any notes here or is it just, I, my... got all, I just got thoughts okay. in my head. Okay. No, just, just you've got notes. 
and then notes. your notes will spawn my thoughts because I have okay. plenty of thoughts. <laughs> I really like the opening, like ten seconds, where Chris is like, "Just don't do the shot of." Let me sorry. Let me do my real yeah. Chris impression. Don't yep. do the shot of us walking on stage. I feel like that's been done before, like that. Nailed that. that. I just yeah. listened to him on tape, and I just right. listened to him again. Right, and yeah, you just right exactly. Yeah, yeah. but that um, where, he, where he like does that. No, bit. that was funny. But like when he calls him, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, is you got a minute?" I really liked his response. He's like, "Yeah, now's a good time." Right. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that was just so personable, and like that's such a brilliant response to that. Other than like, yeah, fine. Because because like, there's always you hear the opposite. Oh, now's not a good time, or now's a bad time. So it's just straight up here. Yeah, now's a good time. What's up, man? Yeah. And I I also like that because like you don't you assume you don't know Chris is being recorded on that call at least in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and he still sounds personal. Like he still sounds kind. You know, Agreed. like he's just very sweet on the phone. Um, and w- to kind of like the, the 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 flip of that was, and this is one of the sh- you know, like I said, I, I had maybe ten minutes left before we started recording. Um, it, they were talking about the whole X and Y era where it's like they weren't doing well as a band. And yeah. there's this part of him. Um, I don't know who he's talking to, but he's pissed off. He's like, the mic keeps hitting me in the face when I'm trying oh, yeah. to sing. He's like, it, it's got to get sorted out. Like as he's walking away and the rest of the band's kind of standing there and the guy goes understood. And it just feels like such a diva moment. And right. it feels like that was the era probably where that happened the most because of all the tension and stuff like that. And yeah, that I makes think sense. from that and from that ghost stories era, Chris r- r- truly became the person that he is now in terms of like the positivity and the message. Like, I think that was always there because you hear them talk about it early on. Um, yeah. But I think it's, it, it's just very interesting to see that side of him because I think he does such a, he, he has such a good job or tries to do such a good job of like repressing that and not letting that take over. Yeah. And when it does, you're like, okay. Yeah, I mean, everyone has moments like that, right? That's oh, 100%. being human. Absolutely. But it, Absolutely. it was cool that, like, there was, a, was it, I don't know where it was, but there was a shot of him in, like, the stands of somewhere mm-hmm. talking about changing his philosophy. Yeah. Yep. More yep, to being like that. And that yeah. was cool to see, like you just said, how much of a conscious thing that was for him. Yes. And how much, and how much it's a continued thing too. Yeah. Right. Like how, how much of a journey it is. I remember he said that, like, it's, it's a journey that we're still on to, to do all these things. Um. I don't know. This reminded me of talking about those stadium shots where it's like them rehearsing or whatever. They're yeah. talking about like all the negative press that they get, you know, and they're rehearsing. This <laughs> is just lying there during, during sound check. And he just goes, why did they write us, write that about us in the New York times? Like it just felt so human. They right? hate us. Right? <laughs> just laying there. Um, one of the things that I like too, is that, and they didn't show, this wasn't like one of those cut shots that we were just talking about, mm-hmm. but there was a shot towards the end when they were taught, what they were talking about was, um, the whole thing about Will and Guy being like the, the opinionated ones. And right. Chris is like in the studio playing like a joke song that about was like Guy's opinions or whatever. Yep. And then those two like, and everyone's laughing. And it just reminded me so much of like the literal, like first, one of the first scenes is when they're in the dorm and Chris is playing a song about some guy named Jamie in the room. Yeah, and like, just riffing. Yeah, and it's just, it just feels like in a, in a lot of ways, they're still the same for, for like, I, and this is a really stupid example, but it reminds me a lot of like impractical jokers where they were four friends in high school and now they're, they're celebrities, you know, like B list or C list. Um, 
but at the core of it they're still (laughs) they're still best friends and i think you you see that in the way or like (laughs) that this made me laugh so hard when chris walks into the room before the show and got and johnny goes do i look like a tit (laughs) (laughs) and will's like he goes will said i look like a tit and will goes no i didn't i said are you really gonna wear that hat (laughs) like confidence like it just felt like four friends talking you know what i mean get that get some water for that cough and just felt like four friends talking and like shooting shit and it's cool to that see was those really moments good. yeah that was Will's hilarious face when he's like no he didn't like i know what i said i know exactly what i said oh, um yeah so I, I like those moments of seeing the band as like four friends yeah um uh, I, I agree yeah. um i don't <laughs> know a couple of things that made me laugh mm-hmm. i really like one of the first shots with phil when they're mm-hmm. somewhere in asia i think sure i don't remember where it's where, where they get the hats where they get the hats yeah. it's like like the key is to blend in or to right. not stand out as a tourist right. so they have these big ass cowboy hats or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and also uh, that same thing was um when chris was doing the venn diagram of the track list or that the set list a, for the show where he's like rem and u2 a band that we call re2 something that we strive to be <laughs> in combination with radiohead and beyonce like you know, just the the behind the scenes funny moments that they have, yeah. um, which was interesting to contrast with the behind the scenes awkward moments. Like there were so many moments of like, um, mm-hmm. like awkward laughs. Like you, you things would get tense, and then someone would make a joke, and they'd all kind of go, ha, 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 ha. and like everyone like was Chris like, calling his music tasty, right? <laughs> my my favorite part of that stuff was when because <laughs> it just felt so legitimate from like on brand for everybody is mm-hmm. when chris goes can i say leonardo and will goes as long as it's not dicaprio and he goes it is dicaprio like why are you singing about him but he's like i can't talk about sees, nouns i can't talk about it. <laughs> you're strangling my lyrics and like it's interesting because it's like a really you can hear that really come through in chris he's like i can't sing about anything like you're not letting me do anything yeah but at the same time will's going you're trying to sing about Leonardo DiCaprio. Like I totally get both sides of that story. Right. And then he's like, he's seeing patterns in the nights and like in the stars at night. And it's funny because I've, I've thought about this before that when you, when you speak lyrics, they always sound weird. Like any song, Agreed. you just talk them and you try to like explain them without any context. They just don't sound like that's not how they're meant to be heard. So Agreed. like those lyrics could have been great theoretically, but also I just, the awkwardness of Chris trying to explain, or like when he's singing the, when he's singing yeah. the fixie stuff, tears streamed down your face and I, 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 like, and then he goes, is it shit? <laughs> and, then, and then I think it was a guy who goes like, I'm just wondering if it could like make a bit more sense maybe. And then you hear them singing it and it's like, it doesn't need to make more sense. Like that's perfect, right. you know? Um, so it's, I loved seeing, I didn't That's love cool it. to see them like talking about that type of stuff though. Yes. Yes. And to see that tension, right. Like to see the tension of, um, things not going well or like not, no, you know, arguing over this or that and stuff. And, yeah. um, it definitely seemed like that was mostly in the X and Y era, but it, you, there had, they had those Agreed. moments throughout, you know? Um, yeah. so, I mean, that brings up a question I have for you is like, did that, you know, for, for new listeners, X and Y is Nick's favorite Coldplay album. Um, Yep, number one with the bullet. Number one with the bullet. I'm what did 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 how did you feel watching that section of the documentary? Like seeing the strife that they went through to record that. Like did I'm not that it should change your opinion on it, but I'm curious something that's your favorite. Does that affect that at all? Like no. Okay. 
Um, fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. It was it, it was interesting. I don't right. like. It's a bummer that it had to be made that way, but that doesn't subtract anything for me. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it makes the the thing that I wonder is what it would have been like if Phil was still in the band. Yeah. Like if they were talking about that being such a missing piece of that recording process, I wonder what the difference would have been. Like if there would have been certain songs that were removed, if there have been certain songs that were changed and stuff like, you know, it'd be interesting to kind of hear that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what else you got? What else? Yeah. What other notes you have from that? I like them talking about how uh, I think it was coming into the tour. Right? I, that's what it seemed like. They mm-hmm. were talking about with the stadium tours and how they need to earn it again. And yeah. that they feel yeah. like they're still trying to make it. I thought that was a pretty cool mindset cool. to have. No, I agree. It's uh, cool to see. <laughs> I didn't I definitely didn't just cut anything right there. Um, nope. It's cool to see them still have that attitude of yeah. like, we're trying to make it. Uh, we're trying to do something. And I loved towards the end of the documentary where Chris says his thing about it feeling like there's so there's like, there was like three parts to it. It was like, Chris goes, it feels like the end of a chapter. I'd be surprised if there's another conventional Coldplay album. And then Phil's like, yeah, I can see why it feels like that to him because it is and it is that to him. And then Will goes, he says that every time. There's always been another Coldplay <laughs> album since. Like, like, yeah, like there's the three phases. Great. There's Chris and there's that Coldplay. was like your exact reaction when we were when we yeah. were talking. Oh, about. totally. Yeah, yeah. I've got the I've got the Will reaction. I was just yeah. like, it's fine. It's not going to be a thing. Um. So, but yeah, but I but I but I like them having that attitude of like we still got to earn it we still got to you know yeah um and i think especially you know one thing that chris said was that was really interesting i, I think it was chris that said it was that the something like the musical landscape has changed so much over the 20 years that we've been a band because like you know they got yeah. sight like the thing that blows you know as a musician and somebody who you know like this is the dream to watch this right um well the dream is not to watch it the dream is to like you know have that happen yeah. like literally their the beginning of their story is they started a band they were popular, like they were popular enough, like as people. So people yep. came to their shows, they got more shows from that. And then the right person was at the right show and wanted right. to sign them. Like all these labels wanted to sign them. And like, that's the dream. And that doesn't feel like it could happen as much anymore in the way the music industry looks. Well, definitely right now. not today. Right. That's what I'm but saying. So like, that. <laughs> so like they were, so they were part of that era of music, like the tail end of that, right. Where they were literally yeah. discovered from shows. They really, then, yeah, you're right. The tail end feels right but, on. Yeah. Late nineties. Right. You know, and then they watched CDs really kind of take over a bit more than they, you know, and then they saw yeah. iTunes and then they saw um, like streaming, like they, so much about the industry has changed. I mean, I'd also argue that the most popular acts, this is a generalization, obviously, are singers or songwriters as opposed to bands. Um, you know, you, you think of Taylor Swift, Bieber, Adele. Um, yeah. you, you think about uh, I think Billie that's Eilish. Yeah. You know, like you see that transition. You've got a few, obviously BTS is a band, Coldplay, Maroon 5. Like you do have a few bands that are big, but right. mostly it's singer songwriters um, or pop stars or Ariana Grande, you know, Beyonce, J- any, you name it. Um, right. So it's just interesting to have seen that transition to to survive that to survive that transition like they have, um, right? To live through it all, yeah, and to still be one of the biggest bands in the world, right? Um, what else? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I really liked uh, guys. I think it was guy who said, described parachutes as intimate. Yeah, I thought that was pretty perfect. Yeah. I think that's a great word for it. I think it's a very great word for it, especially when you compare it to the rest of their discography. Um, yeah. very intimate. I agree. Um, this is way down the line. Um, yep. I loved the ghost story section. Um, I loved hearing that backstory about a, you know, what Chris is saying about what he was 
excuse me, what yeah. he was going through. Um, but also just the, the, from the other guys saying like, you know, we were worried about him sharing too much and putting too much out there, but like, this is what he wanted to do. This is what he needed to do. And we were there to support, like, that's all we could do is be supportive and be musical friends. And so right. it was, it was really cool to me to hear those insights, I think on, on that particular album process. Um, yeah, that was but, cool talking about how they like moved the studio and everything because they were like, this like, is just all that he yeah. can handle right now. Yeah. And Phil saying like, you know, just I was doing just everything. happy to get a text from him every morning sort of yeah. a thing, like how low he was. Um, and like, you know, there, I think there was one specific great edit where they said something like, um, I, I think he started to smile again. And then like, there's a shot of him in the studio, like smiling, as he's playing a keyboard. Yeah. 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 Um, so I liked that section a lot. I, th- I thought that was really cool. Um, I agree. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Was it before or after that where they had the scene of him biking through Bangkok or right before the Bangkok show? That would have been, ooh, I don't know. I think it might have been right after or it's very, in the same. Either minutes. way, yeah. that yeah. was wild. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was before. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was before all the fans and stuff like that. Yeah, just yes. chasing him while he's biking. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. that, was, that was crazy. I right. cannot imagine. <laughs> I know. It just feels like such a safety thing. Oh, to totally. be going I at mean, that speed you know, while everyone's chasing and like reaching for him. When you think about, you know, um, uh, we're both huge soccer fans or f- football fans. Yeah. Um, you think about pitch invaders and how that's exactly what it reminded me of, right? Like you, how easy it is. It seems to be for people to get on the pitch and like most of the time they want a photo, right? Like they want a mm-hmm. photo. They want to, they want a, a, a kit or something like that. But, and, and it took me a while to realize why everyone was so uptight about that is because like, it could be the wrong person goes onto the pitch and goes up to somebody like it could be fatal. It could be very dangerous. And so you think about that from any of those things, like just the safety aspect, like you said, of, of those situations. Yeah. Um, but it's still got to be surreal in a weird way too. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's something they live with on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. But just Chris more so than anybody else, like, but yeah, literally people chasing him as he's riding a bike really I puts know. it at the forefront. Right, right. <laughs> I also, I loved, um, that, you know, where guy said something like, you know, our goal, one of my goals was just to get an enemy, right? Like it's the, equi- the, the U S equivalent of being like, I just wanted to be in Rolling Stone, like, you know, and then yeah. he's reading enemy and he goes like, I don't remember saying that. Like, <laughs> I just love that. Like, what did I say? that? <laughs> um, yeah. I, I think we have to talk about the um, elephant in the room or the, um, the sour puss in the room. That is. Oh yeah. Old fucking sour old man brian Eno. and they really gave him a lot of credit they gave him it feels like they would love how we refer to him uh, right you think you retro us back there to listen now they'd be like ooh, like maybe we won't go on the pod um it was it just <laughs> hey, you want to be on the pod no you were a dick to brian Eno. it's not gonna happen <laughs> he deserved it that's exactly what you would say um it, it was so like the shit that you think Brian Eno is going to do is exactly what he does. Yeah. Like fucking puts a drum on Chris's head. They, the they're blind. I don't know if you saw that shot where they're all blindfolded in the studio yep. recording stuff, paper clips and a speaker. What are you doing? You old man? Like just that. You're, that's what it, yeah. <laughs> like, what? I, and obviously Viva's my favorite album. I love, like, I, I love what came from it. It just feels like, every he's known as like the kooky professor and then he comes in and he is exactly the kooky professor like it's like everything you dreamed of is exactly what you thought it would be i mean yeah in that vein i thought it was really funny it was was it will who was talking who was Mm -hmm. like in that like announcement for him where Mm -hmm. he was talking about how they were searching like they texted like hey we're looking for the new brian Eno." it turns Mm -hmm. out we got the old brian Eno. right that was really cool (laughs) probably because he was sitting there fucking doing he had nothing to do because everybody was firing him from shit 
And so he's, he's like, like, I like, know the new Brian, Eno. I'm not good. I'm good. I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not passing this up. Yeah. But I also love what Chris said. Something he said something about, I think Brian only wants to work with people when they're getting big and terrible at the same time and wants to keep them big, but make yeah. them not terrible. Like that was a really, really interesting like way of putting that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then like, you know, like we said earlier, like to, I, you know, we've talked about this before that, that, um, uh, Super Bowl halftime show is something that I cannot watch without getting emotional because it's so beautiful. And to see those moments before the show where Phil does the little huddle and talks about their little message that, you know, it's like, you guys have a, you know, we've a lot of adrenaline, but we've all got such a good message. You guys got to get out there and share it and stuff. Like just to, again, that, like, like I said, it felt like a, felt a little over-reliant, but to think about the four kids in the dorm, you know, places like, like uh, that right. we have been right. Like we have been in there. We've been in Ben's basement playing music with drums in the corner. I've been in Caleb's <laughs> little studio playing yeah. music and drums in the corner to have that experience. And then to walk out and play the, one of the biggest sporting events in the world yeah. um, is amazing. Like that's got, that's just crazy. Maybe to the see biggest that, that has a halftime show. That's a good way to put it. Because I, yes. <laughs> I, I know obviously it's not the biggest with, you know, all right. the soccer stuff, but like, the biggest with a halftime show. That's a, that is a, a great way to put it. Um, so, you know, and I think like, it's cool to see, like I said, just their message kind of evolve throughout, like their, their goal as a band, yeah. their message as a band. Like, it seems like I said, it was always present to some degree. Um, and then it just comes, it just fully formulates with head full of dreams um, and yeah, stuck through that through now. So, um, which yeah. by the way, an insane amount of shows, even over two legs, dude, it's insane. Yeah. They toured the crap out of that. Um, is it's just crazy to me. Yeah. yeah. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. And it's kind of, and like, you know, he said with, 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 they said with like the lifestyle, like that's gotta be really, really hard to be gone that long. Not only for them, of course, but for their families, like for their, yeah. for their spouses, for their partners, for their kids, like that's gotta be hard. Um, to, to do that, you know, there's gotta yeah, be a I lot of imagine. like, like, you know, euphoria from being on stage and having those moments. Right. Um, but like zero a lot of, stability or uh, right. consistency. Right. Yeah. yeah. I like the one, stability. I think it might've been in Bangkok when the show finished and it's like two hours later and Chris is at like a boxing match in town. Yeah. Like, I just loved that part of being like, Oh, I'm just going to go to a boxing match. <laughs> I'm going to see what's going on downtown. Oh, Hey, and just sitting there listen, watching the show and stuff. So anything else, any last, not last, doesn't have to be last. Any more thoughts you want to talk about? Um. I oh, did they, more question for you. Mm. They show they had a shot where they were coming out on stage for the first mm -hmm. time, and they had that bit, spoken word bit. Was, yeah. was that at every show, or is yes, that like a special? It was, it was beautiful. But, okay. Yeah, it was at every show. Yeah, the cool. um, it seemed like I, it really. Fit I think it was the, was the, it the Charlie Chaplin speech. Um, the one that ends with a wonderful that. event show, wonderful event show, wonderful. Yeah. 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 Love it. Um. Yes. You know they they opened every show with that. Yeah. It was very cool. Um. It was such a cool tour, man. I mean that. That yeah, I, I think like um I, you mentioned this like they talked about headful dreams being such a collaborative process and like with get like you know we wanted everybody who we could have like be on it and then yeah. they showed just that shot of Gwyneth singing and I loved it because they didn't really add much dialogue over that or any voiceover over that they Nothing. just kind of showed that shot and yeah. it was beautiful um uh the flip of that that made me laugh so hard is when he talked about having Noel on the album Noel Gallagher huge oasis fan diehard yeah. oasis fan and then they show the shot of them meeting at that event and chris is like are we fighting he's like, you and our kid are like you, you and you and liam are you're like why are we fighting he's like i don't know <laughs> like this is it's that it's that thing of 
celebrities got to be so weird. Like the, the yeah. idea of celebrity because and it also fits headlines. so well into the Gallagher vibe too. Oh, it, it was exactly just always Chris quarreling. No, like it was Chris and Noel to a T, right? Chris being like, "Why are we fighting?" and Noel being like, "I don't fucking know." Ask Liam. <laughs> like it just felt very like it's on brand for them. But you yeah. know, like celebrity has to be such a weird feeling because there are so many people that you're going to run into, but only in specific contexts. And then you're going to people, you know, the thing about journalism that is hard is that I think you get asked a lot of leading questions. And so, you know, this is a, just a brand, yeah. this is, this is a made up example, but if, if no, Liam Gallagher is asked, what do you think about the newest Coldplay album? And he goes, I haven't listened to it. You know, don't, it, don't, it's never, never really been my thing. The headline could be Liam Gallagher, this is Coldplay. And yeah. that could be all that Chris sees. And, you know, like, so you can, it's gotta be such a weird thing to like then run into a person and be like, hey, is your brother like, talking shit about me? I just read a headline in a newspaper said you don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's celebrity has got to be so weird as, as a, as a, yeah, what concept, is this? Good mythical you know? morning. Sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about, about that. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else you got? I think that's, that's it. I think that's yeah, about it. It's so oh, I couldn't even get Beyonce a real studio. I love that. There's like, it's like when you have a first date and you're like, oh, yeah. shit, what should I do? Like, you just throw something together. I remember you hang out my, your bedroom and make a little sign that says, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one of my favorite memories that I have with you because we know, for, again, I don't know how many new mm-hmm. listeners we have, right? But, you know, Nick and I have been friends for 20 years now. And one of my favorite memories yeah, was, I think it was time. ninth grade, as, as long as they were banned. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was ninth grade we had a double date at my house and um, I we were, somehow had a feeling this is, this is going. <laughs> and my mom, you know, it was, it was, it was their, her oldest son and her oldest son's best friends, like first, like real date. Yeah. So when she's like, you know, Batman, the ride, Batman, the ride. No, <laughs> <laughs> the, the dark night, the dark, the dark night. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's I remember, Scott Petty goes every time he refers to a roller coaster, he goes, you know, that Bat, Batman, the ride. <laughs> I haven't heard that bit, but I like it. Yeah. Um, uh, so my mom like prepped all this stuff, right? So she's like, I the thing that I remember the most was she was she had just got a few weeks earlier like a chocolate fondue, fondue fountain, machine, right? Yeah. And so she had that going. So we were down in the basement. She had this whole table set up of pretzels and M and M's and this fondue thing and like just so many snacks. And the and our our friends come over, our, our girlfriends come over, don't don't touch it once. Nope. Like no, none of the four of us touch that table at all. And of course we, as the guys want to be like, well, we're not going to be like the monsters that eat first, but yeah. then as the girls at the time, we're probably and, like, well, oh, we're I'm not going to be like a messy eater in front right, of my new yeah. girlfriend. So we just kind of sat there like not eating. And then the second they left, we, 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 we went to the table, that table. <laughs> so much of it. Cause I remember like getting uh, to a point going like, they're really not going to eat. Are they? I guess nope. this is, I guess we're going to be hungry for a while. Um, You're just sitting so, kind of looking back up. Over the couch at right. the table, and you're like, I guess it's not gonna the, happen. The fondue machine's still going. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so let's let's do a let's do a really seamless transition, um, and that's um let's move into um some unpopular uh, some opinions, unpopular just like that opinions. fondue table, just like. Um, so you, said you asked for a seamless transition. Good. That was pretty seamless. Um, <laughs> so we each have. I, I do you have your own that you're bringing to the table? Um, I do. Okay, so we're gonna start with our. We each brought one to the to. table. Uh, yes, you did. It was your homework. And then um, we're going to just kind of go over. <laughs> I know I don't um, go over some of the ones that were written in. We've got people's usernames uh, and their opinions, and we're going to just kind of share some of them and then discuss them. And um, there's one that I want to start with, actually, uh, before okay. when we get to that part. But let's start with ours. Um, 
do you want to go first or would you like me to share my unpopular opinion first? Yours better not be actually their best album because it is not. Okay, good. Um, you go first. You go first. Let's, let's hear yours. It is about an album. I think that A Rush of Blood to the Head is really overrated. Okay. What, really? Go on. The more I've like songs like Politic in mm-hmm. my place, God put a smile on your face. Mm-hmm. The more I listen to them, the more I just like it. It just doesn't hit Do for me. And okay. I don't like, I feel like the pressure of those songs have always mm-hmm. made me like when I go to a rush of blood, I want to be like, Oh, I got to listen to this, this, and this. And that like when we were making our top 20, yeah. Rush of blood to the head. I was like, Oh, well, let's put this, 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 and this. And then mm-hmm. every, yeah, like I, I felt the pressure of those songs. Mm-hmm. And the more I listened to it, the more I just like intro, I'd be like, I just want to skip this right now. Interesting. And so do you think about, cause as an album, what do you think it is that is, that makes you feel that way? I don't, I feel like it's a lot of just the vibe just does not, whatever it is. Sure. Just does I remember not you saying that me. a bit when we, when we did the, like that almost exact phrase. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Um, that the vibe of it. Um, yeah. Interesting. Like I get why people like it, mm-hmm. but it just like the more I feel like I try and like it, the less mm-hmm. I do almost. Cause you have to, yeah. You're trying to force yourself to do something. Yeah. yeah I hear you on that. Um, interesting. Yeah. I think that's va- yeah. obviously it's valid. Um, it's definitely unpopular on the whole. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, people are going to talk about like, well, everything's unpopular and everything's popular. It's just okay. Well, whatever. Hey, X um, and Y is the best. Rush of the Blood sucks. Doesn't, <laughs> wow. Doesn't quite suck. Wow. Yeah. That's there's, different there's that is overrated. It is funny though, because my unpopular opinion is also about Rush of Blood. Um, oh. I think that Clocks is extremely overrated. Um, I, I do not rank. I think Rush of Blood's the top three, I think is what I put it for me, like second or third when we did our rankings. Um, you probably can pull it up in four seconds, um, but I'm pretty sure I did rush oh, blood in the second me, or third. But I got to. It's gonna take me ten. But uh, second for you. Second, yeah. So I love the album, um, and I do enjoy Clocks. I think it's a great track. Um, but you know, when you think about the pantheon of Coldplay songs, normally you think about Viva, mm-hmm. and then you know you've got something just like this and Sky Full of Stars. And then fix you and clocks and like those seem to be like the, you know then, then you, of course you've got yellow eventually lifetime but clocks is like always up there and like those top known Coldplay yeah. songs and i like it i just you know someone did write in with this the same opinion actually i think um i'm yep. gonna try to find the person's um username um real quick uh hold tight um it was you court clark music um uh he said clocks is horrendously overrated it's not a bad song but i'll never understand why it became the smash hit that it became um, the only thing that I would do, like, I understand why it became the hit that it was because it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of easy listening. Um, but I do agree that it's overrated. And I, and I also like his second point to follow up speed of sound, um, sounds like a rehash of clocks as if they're trying to make lightning strike twice. I absolutely agree with that. I, I think I, speed yeah, of I sound that sounds really like, a set, like, let's try to do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, I like speed of sound more than I like clocks. I would say personally, I do too. Um, but, but yeah, I just think clocks is overrated. And like, to be honest, like I've heard it every time I've seen them live, if they were to drop it from the set moving forward, I don't think I would miss it because that means something else would get Fair. its place. Um, like in my place. I mean, I remember, well, that's, that's Didn't, not, that's, I hope that doesn't happen. But, um, but, you don't like in my place. I love it in my place. Anyway, I, go yeah, on, I, go on. I remember being shocked when we got to a rush of blood because in my head i agree it's like viva clocks mm-hmm. the scientist mm-hmm. um you know those like three to five fix you yep and in spotify 
it's just like blown away the scientists way over clocks. And I remember right. being really surprised right. at that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do see that point that like, yeah, it's, it's definitely overrated or, uh, sure. I see why people think it's overrated, I guess. Yeah, I agree. I, I, and, and, you know, to, to, to use the scientist as another example, I think the scientist is far better than clocks, like in every shade of possible. I, I do think, too. I think it's a better song. Um, but it's, in, it's just, so it's interesting. You know, I, I, that, that's mine. I, 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 I w- wouldn't say that I don't care for clocks. I do. Um, but, uh, I just think it's overrated. Um, yeah. So, so let's move into some fan That's ones. Fair. So, um, so I want to start with, yes. And this is from Charles Pugo, I believe 405. Mm-hmm. He just says, seems like an unpopular opinion based on how often I see it posted here. Nobody gives a shit about your rankings. seems like everyone thinks um, they need to rank their favorite so- album songs, closers, tours, whatever. It's all the same. And nobody is interested. Um, I, I both agree and disagree. Like, we've joked before about, you know, putting out a podcast post on there and, and going like, what the fuck, you know, it only gets 12 upvotes or we put work into this and whatever, and it get a lot of upvotes. And then someone says something like swallowed in the sea is a great song. And it gets like 300 upvotes and you're like, mm-hmm. well, what the, it's so low effort. Like, so like I, I, that always makes me laugh, but at the same time, I'm like, then why have a subreddit discussing music at all? Like that's sort of the point of these is discussion. And I think sometimes they are not well, this is not a direct, sit to anybody in the Coldplay sub they might not be well moderated where it's like okay you can have like seven of the same post in like a day or two um but I do think that that's part of being a fan of a band is discussing rankings and discussing music and you know being interested like oh shoot you love this song I hate that song and like having that you know um I completely I think a lot of it is the the moderation and feeling like and I I'm sure that's hard to do Oh, but totally. I every even, day yeah. seeing the same, like, here's my top 10 tracks. Right. You're just like, God, nobody gives a shit. Right. Uh, right. Yep. It, so I completely agree there. I think mm-hmm. it's different if like every once in a while, someone's like, here's my top 10 songs. What are yours? That's a different right. discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Then exactly. like, here's my definitive ranking of, mm-hmm. yeah, I get, I don't, I don't yes. care oh, what your it, definitive yeah. ranking it's is. It's not even, know? it's not just like you said, Um, it's not just the, uh, moderation it is the tone that people yeah take the tone like that's tone a big thing for sure me. key the tone pisses me off a lot sometimes but, yeah um but i thought it'd be funny to start that because we're talking about we just did a rankings episode and we're talking about unpopular opinions um, yeah so it's kind no, of no i completely agree this one, yeah we posted this like a couple days after recording mm-hmm. the last episode which yeah. we ranked a lot of stuff yeah favorite songs favorite albums yeah before it came out and i remember this guy posted like this is the first one i saw and i was like <laughs> Well, just wait for our next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we've got a, I mean, we've got, like we said, you put a bunch into the spreadsheet and we kind of put our names next ones we wanted to talk about. I don't think we're going to get hit all of them and we don't really have a certain number that we're going to hit. So I feel like we just kind of pick some, go back and forth and pick one. Yeah. Yeah. And then go. So you, you, you go ahead and take one. Um, so I'll go make sure I don't forget uh, Alex, Mm -hmm. who was the only one who emailed me. Yeah. Shout out Um, Alex. Shout out to Alex. I and um, Alex had some great. I don't know. I don't know Alex's gender, so I'm going to say they. Um, but Alex had some great opinions, actually, or not. I shouldn't say like, oh, I agree. Like interesting yeah. opinions that I think um, were worth. No, I responded about. to him. I was like, I wholeheartedly agree with all but one of these. Um, interesting. So his main one is the one that I don't know if I fully agree, but he sure. says that the ending uh, break of my universe is the coolest thing that Coldplay has ever done, uh, and I wish it was throughout the whole song. But I'll take what I can get. Yeah, I I share the sentiment, just not to the extent that he does. 
Exactly. I love that segment. I love that little dance break. And I love the live version of it where they're all like jamming. Yeah. And I do feel like that song is a little samey throughout. And then you have this amazing dance break at the end. So I, t- I agree that it would be, I really, really wish there was more of that. I don't think it's the best thing they've ever done, but I do. I, I think that section is so cool. Yeah. I, I feel like I like it because of how unique it is for them. Mm-hmm. The more they do it, I feel like the less I'd appreciate it. Sure. To, sure. to some degree. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if I'd want a whole lot more of it, but mm-hmm. I do really enjoy it for how unique it is. Sure. Um, sure. I think my favorite opinion of his was that Coldplay is cheesy and cliche, cliche mm-hmm. sometimes, but that doesn't mean any, uh, anyone should like them less. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that is a sentiment that I, it just sums up a lot of what I have to say on like people who just hate on stuff. Yeah, totally. Or it's just like, Hey, just get over it. Like, yeah, well, like yeah, said, sure. It's cheesy. Earlier, like it can be cliche. That doesn't mean it's bad. It either hits for you or it doesn't. Yeah. And if it doesn't like, okay, then it's not for you. I think I like the point that they can be like, you know, Chris wears his heart on a sleeve and um, that can be that, I, you know, you could say that vulnerability or just that directness can sometimes come through in simplicity, right? Like the lyrics mm-hmm. can be more simple because they're just very direct. Right. Um, but I, but I think like, you know, I've said this with Coldplay before. I think like you either buy into it or you don't. And when you buy yeah. into it, it works for you really well. And if you don't, then you don't. And that's fine. But so I do agree with that. Um, sentiment and his his last point too their last point sorry was yeah. don't let it break your heart is an s-tier song and it's messed up that they don't play it live anymore um i don't this i don't fully agree um but i know that you love that song i was shocked by how much you like that song yeah right? i i feel like this one hit with me because of how i didn't see mm-hmm. i would not have put that song in my top 20 mm-hmm. just like picking right but it made it there yeah when i narrowed stuff down and that surprised mm-hmm. me so I, I i agree with this mm-hmm. yeah i i like the song i mm-hmm. agree that like it for such a bombastic number as it is i'm surprised it's not played live as much uh as it could be because it's so big yeah. um but i also when i think of it in the context of that album i don't think it's one of the best parts of the album so um Wow. But but it is weird normally that like the big songs, like the loud bombastic ones are the ones that make it to the tour moving forward. Right. And and that didn't. Um, so that's always interesting to me. Um, so let's see what else. Um, let's see. Oh, I had one that I want to start with. Uh, not start with, but go to. Um, I want to talk about um, one from God, I don't have my glasses on. Is it Niftium? You Niftium? Um, there were a couple ones, a couple of thoughts that someone said Swell and C is great. Somebody else said Swell and C is their worst track. Like, you know, that's those polar opposites. But yeah. one what further hot take that Niftium had was they should have added two to more, two to four more tracks to X and Y and made it a proper double album. And that's interesting because that's not a concept that we ever fully explored when we talked no. about it. We said it was just overblown. I, I said it was overbloated. It was just too big and too long um, for, for an album. But then you make the point if you add two more songs, you've got a double album and that really changes the way that you listen to an album, knowing that there's two halves to it and two parts to it, like sunrise and sunset with everyday life. Um, I don't necessarily, I'm not saying that I agree that that that's what should have happened because I think even if you add four more songs, there are still issues with the songs that are there, but I really, that was just a thought that had never crossed my mind. I really liked that concept of adding to it and then splitting it up versus trying yeah. to trying to dwindle it down, dwindle it down. I don't know if it means much to me. I mean, our most double, I get, I've never thought about double albums that much mm-hmm. other than like, 
I've never thought of them as always separate parts, you know, like sunrise sunset, I felt like was a unique thing that like sure. this theme to the first half theme to the second half. Sure. If you add two to four more songs and make it a double album, it almost like from the way I look at it, not necessarily correct. It sure. just feels like a little bit of pedantics. Like, Hey, I wouldn't yeah. mind two to four more songs, but if it's an album versus a double album with this many tracks, I don't know if it's yeah. going to make a difference to me. But what didn't, didn't, um, wasn't there something in X and Y about there being two halves to that album? X like, and Y. Yeah, X and Y. Right. Yeah. There we go. X and Y. So like, I, you know, you're, you're right. It, get, it does get a little pedantic where you're going, okay. Like it's all how you like reflector yeah. by arcade fire. They said it was a double album and it's like, it's very rarely looked at that as a double album. Um, right. But I feel like X and Y, I feel the same way. They, they say there's two halves to it, but it's never really presented like that. Whereas right. sunrise and sunset, like you look at the track listing on the album, it's literally like, here's the first side and here's the second side. So, right. Um, I, I, I agree with you that it becomes just like how you're looking at it. Um, yeah. but I do think the presentation of it, if they would have done that and had even I, two yeah. more songs, I, could, I agree. If, the presentation could have made a difference if, if that's their take on that double album, I guess yes, that's my point. Yes. Okay. I hear what you're saying then. Yeah. Yeah. Then agreed. Then that could have um, been cool. And I agree, but yeah. Um, what else are you thinking? What, what, what's next for you? Um, I wanted to bring up one because I knew you would disagree with it. Mm-hmm. Um, is that you, USM CLP, yeah. says that Strawberry Swing is boring. It doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, the guitar riff is cool, and that's about it. Yeah, I don't I just, necessarily agree with this, but uh-huh. I see where they're coming from because I feel like whenever I listen to Strawberry Swing, I keep it waiting for it to pick up. Sure. And I don't necessarily think that it's bad that it doesn't. Sure. But I definitely have the feeling that I'm waiting for it to do that. Yeah, I I like, I mean, you're right. I do disagree. I mean, I don't like, I'm not like, it's not one of those that I'm like, how dare you sort of a thing. I just kind of feel like I just disagree. I, I think it's very, um, uh, I was listening to a specific Mountain Goat song the other day uh, off of their, there it is. There's the, there's the thing. There it um, is. Off of getting into knives called Pez Dorado. Um, mm-hmm. And I have listened to the new live version of it. Um, you, they played that when we saw him and yeah, John was saying familiar. like, I was really nervous about it because it's very even throughout. He's like, I don't yell, you know, like he's like in songs that I don't yell and make me nervous. Um, it feels like this to me, like, like strawberry swing is a very even song. Um, and I do, I would argue it does pick up at the end. Um, but it just feels like a summer breeze to me. Like it doesn't feel yeah. like it's supposed, and I'm not saying that you're implying this. It doesn't feel like it has to be one of those build up songs like death and all his friends or fix you. Like there's a lot of range in those songs. But Strawberry yeah. Swing to me just feels like I said, like a summer breeze that floats through. And I really love it for that. So definitely yeah. it's a good, it's an interesting opinion. It's just one that I disagree with. <laughs> disagree. You're wrong. No, I think sometimes that's what makes it good is that it <laughs> right. doesn't necessarily right. a, do what you expect or mm-hmm. that it is different like that, that it is meant yeah. to be something that doesn't pick up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. I wanted to, there were a couple about, um, there, there's one point in particular that I wanted to bring up from somebody's, uh, thing here, which is, um, or from, from someone's point, like, you know, I'm trying, I'm pulling out one point here. Yeah. Um, some, there's been a lot of, there were a lot of opinions that were interesting that were like people saying songs like something just like this, 
yeah, just get it out, man. I know he's still feeling sick. You gotta get that cough out. Um, some people are saying like something just like this is like their best song, and the new yep. stuff is like is some of the best stuff. And then of course a lot of the as we as we all know in the industry, in the industry old players saying that yep. they'll never top the other albums. But one thing that somebody said in one of those was, um, I see a lot of this is somebody who was like, said that they'll never be as good as they were. Says uh, you uh, board lawyer ninety. Um, I see a lot of pop Coldplay love on here and it's all fine, but it's not as good. I suspect this is a popular opinion among people my age and older and an unpopular mm-hmm. opinion among Gen, Gen Z. And I, that was really interesting to me because I, I think ultimately they're probably right that it really is like a generational thing where like the people who like with all music, right? Like the people who grew up with the older Coldplay prefer that and don't think it's yep. as good now. And the people who come into it because of the newer stuff and also like because of what kind of music is big right now, that popular music, the synth-based stuff, um, they prefer that stuff. So again, it's a huge generalization, but I, I feel like there's there's truth to that where it is a generational thing. Um, would you agree or disagree? Or, or I agree that probably plays a part of it. I feel like we got a lot of sentiments like that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Like uh, Every Era of Music was great by Lazy Reader 11. Um, we were just too dense to accept the change. I did, yeah, I disagree um, with that specific. I'm mean, not, not to get into the semantics. I think dense yeah. is a bit unfair. Like, I, I also yeah. think you don't need to like something, right? Like, I you completely can listen agree. To something. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the criticism towards Coldplay within the fan base is unfair. Um, yeah. But at the same time, like, you can say, I just don't, I don't think it's that we're too dense. Some, not, not we, but yeah. I don't think it's like, it's, not to put words in this person's mouth, but like to say like, oh, you just don't get it. It's like a really snooty thing that people do with music yeah. sometimes. And that always like, don't try to make people feel dumb for, you know, I think but, and that that's take on it is fair. If you're reading it that way, I read it as more of just like too uh, unwilling. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's to a, that's see true. the change. Right. Um, like just like, yeah. Stubborn. Yeah. Um, I think the, the generation is an interesting take on it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of those were similar talks. Um, I think one of the ones I liked though, is that like, um, if it's not the kind of music you're into fine. However, if you bat- bash it and just claim it's objectively bad, yes. uh, then you're both wrong in a snob. I really like yes. that. Yeah. Uh, that was I, and, sorry. Fabuar, Fabu, I don't know how to say this guy. <laughs> Fabuar Valor. Um, nailed but, it. I probably, yeah, but go on. No one will ever know. No, that was that was the main part that I wanted to talk <laughs> yeah. about from his comment. Yeah. But I really like yeah. that. Like, yeah, you just screw you for just like saying something right. is objectively bad just because you don't like it. Well, and, and it goes back to what we were saying earlier about the rankings, right? It's about tone, it's about like yeah. the tone that you bring into it. Um, that is yeah. very key. Um, I think this is the um, uh, there's two that I wanted to go back to back because they're next to each other. Um, one, yeah. set, uh, this is from, I did that on uh, purpose, by the way. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, quiet. Uh, we're not, nope, don't do that yet. Put that, don't put that down there. We haven't talked about it yet. Okay. Quiet okay. on New Year's Day said Coldplay is at best okay live. I've seen them a number of times, and every time I describe it as a sugar high, it's fun while you're there with everyone. But once you leave and look back at it, there's nothing that sticks with you. Um, I just disagree. I mean, I, I just, that's one that I like, that is the definition to me of an unpopular opinion. I think, I mean, this um, is one of the few that had actual down votes, which, which means they followed the the prompt. Um, I, I, <laughs> I, you know, like it's a very unpopular opinion and kudos yeah. to them for, for sharing it genuinely. Um, I just, I just, I've seen them, like I said, three times now. And every time I walk away with some sort of beautiful memory from those shows, um, Heffle Dream specifically, 
that like are defining moments in music for me and or at least in my musical experiences um so it's interesting that that that's that 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 is the opinion but um it's obviously valid it's there it's totally valid to to feel yeah it seemed very unpopular and i've never seen them live yeah we we got tickets we got tickets for chicago so i'm excited about that so i can't really speak to it 100 Mm percent but some of the shows that i've like watched videos of which is definitely not the same experience no but it's a taste of it a taste of it Mm -hmm. i really thought they were great live i so yeah yeah. um moving down to moho bracatus Chris is just Phil Collins, but with hair, LMAO. <laughs> I just love that comment. Like, I don't know yeah. how serious they are or like what context we're talking about, like the songwriting or like the celebrity. I don't know how to respond to it, but I wanted to talk about it because I thought it was hilarious. It's a great <laughs> it's, one of the, it's one of my favorite comments from the whole thing, partially because I don't understand what like, yeah. I I there are so many ways to take that, right? Like what they mean by that. And that's why I love it. Is that like, I don't know yeah. if they mean like they look musically, the physically. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I love that comment. What? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things I'll say, like I, you're, you're, you're next. Um, mm-hmm. I think one of the things that I struggled with, with this was that there were a lot of comments that were just like, there's no explanation, right? Like it was like, yeah. ghost stories is their best album. And it's like, sure, but like, give us some context as to why you think that. So agreed. Those were comments I liked a lot were ones that uh, had that. So you go next. Um, so another, I want to talk about Fix You. So yes, there are a couple people. I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Max Vader said everything lost is better than, everything's not lost is better than Fix You. Um, and mm-hmm. Defiant Insurance said, I can't stand Fix You. Uh, it's so cringy. And I don't like the idea of being fixed. Let me feel my feelings, my dude. Uh, it's got a decent riff from Johnny, but I usually skip it. Uh, and when I do decide to give it another listen, I remember why I skip it. So I feel like yeah, I, I mentioned that everything's not lost opinion. is greater than fix you because I feel like from that vein of explanation, uh-huh. that song does a better job of that feeling of like yeah. more empathy than trying to actually fix you. Yeah. But I also disagree that I think it's just the the sentiment mm-hmm. and not he's actually trying to fix you. Yeah. Like I, I think you're reading yeah. too literally into the words. Yeah, I, I think there's I, I would I would tend to agree. I think there's validity to the statement, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't need to be fixed right now. Um, but at the same time, right, I think the flip of it could be somebody saying, I do need to be fixed right now. I or not even fixed, I need to be held right now, right? Yeah. And this is somebody saying, I am here for that. And so I think to me, it goes back to the, the, you either buy into it or you don't. And this is like, I think lyrically, this person's got a great point, right? Like I I will try to fix you. Well, that's, I I had that exact same thought before. Like, it's not your responsibility to fix me. Um, And also like, I might not need you to fix me. I need you to let me feel this. Um, But I feel like this isn't saying don't feel your feelings um, and let me fix it. I, I read it as like, I am here to let you feel your feelings and I'm here for what you need me to be here for. Yeah. Um, so, but but it's an interesting take. It really is. Um, and I see no, what you I, mean about everything is not lost as well. I get that. Yeah. I yeah. I just tangential, so I threw it in there. But I yeah. I agree. I remember when we came to the X and Y episode, I had that mm-hmm. thought of like lyrically, mm-hmm. there is an argument that this could be a like. No, I don't need you to fix anything for me. I just need yeah. you to listen to me, like right, that type right. of sentiment. Right. Mm-hmm. But I didn't bring it up because ultimately I don't agree that that's what the song's saying sentiment yeah. is but, yeah. but it's very you can definitely that's that's a very easy reading to get you know right 
Um, exactly. So that's interesting. Um, I like this one was very interesting to me because I never, I mean, I I do disagree, um, but that's kind of what makes it fun is that it was you bet us, bet USS. Fun is their best collab and with the right production could have been a hit. So there's two things to that about that are interesting mm-hmm. to me. One, um, I just disagree, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like I think a lot of their collabs are better than, than fun. Um, but two, yeah. I'm interested, like this is where I want more explanation. Like what about the production do you think is lacking and what changes do you think could have been made to make it bigger uh, or to make it better? I think it's a really yeah. interesting opinion. Um, I just would be curious to have more, more um, feedback on it. Right. And I, fun was I, my favorite uh, song off of Head Full of Dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm a big fan of the production. Yes, you are. Right. And I remember there being a comment saying like, no, I disagree. The production's great. It was all in the marketing. It just, it wasn't a hit because it wasn't marketed as a single. Right. Which right. I think there's some sense of truth to that just mm-hmm. in general with all songs. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I disagree that all could just be a hit. Right. Right. But I think, but I think the there's marketing a lot of, yeah. definitely does make a difference. Oh, I remember like, this is always a weird example, but I remember listening to when Maroon 5's album V came out. Yeah. Um, I listened, I think like Maps was like the lead single. Um, and I listened to the album because I was a pretty big Maroon 5 fan for a while. And I listened to the album and Sugar came on like track five or six. And I was just yeah. like, oh, this could totally be a hit. Like, this is a cool song. I'm wondering why it's halfway through. And then of course they released it as a single a few months later and yeah. it blows up, goes crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's just like, that shows you a lot about marketing, right? Like about right. music marketing that you're right. Any song theoretically could attempt to be a hit. It just right. depends on what the band it's literally the label the, goes. The with. act of just getting it out there to yeah. more ears so yeah. that it chains and more people hear it. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, I want to do a couple more. So, yeah. I mean, we've got so many. What else you got? Um, so I'll go for Rice Lotus. Okay. Uh, says that he firmly feels that Coldplay has not come out with a good album since Milo's I Loto. Mm-hmm. Um, his definition of good is what I really want to talk about is that he says good as in I liked every song on it, or at least yeah. every song. I saw that one. Yeah. Uh, like one or every song but one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like four or five on each one since then that he has not liked. Mm-hmm. So to me, that is the it's a weird bar for good. I feel like that's the mark of a great album versus a good album. Yeah. But to an extent, I agree with it because I feel like that's the issue with ghost stories and a head full of dreams Mm -hmm. is that it just like, it does not feel like every song is a hit. Whereas compared to Viva Milo. Where it feels like there's not one. Yeah. 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 No, I hear you on that. And I, I, I I agree with your interpretation, right? Like I, I think it's a, I, the way and this is where you have to start to go like okay the way it's worded might be different than the intent of, right. of the of the redditor um i agree that it seems like a weird bar right like to be like the album's not good unless every song on yeah. it is good like i feel like you're gonna have a hard time listening to a lot of music then um or enjoying a lot of music or being dismissive right. of that um but i i hear what you're saying i i don't fully agree with like well i guess i do because i feel like um head full of dreams and ghost stories have a couple tracks each or one track each that i kind of go and you know it's not my yeah. favorite but i appreciate it in the context of what it is um but, but no yeah. i agree i, like I agree yeah. with it if i'm being pedantic and that i change right. some of the adjectives and maybe the number of songs i don't like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but with the sentiment i feel like i get what he's saying right yeah yeah it's it, it's an interesting sentiment i just don't know if i fully agree like I, again how yeah. how literal are they being right um 
what's one I just had up? Oh yeah, this is from Nothing Forever Zero, um, which is something that I believe I've brought up in some small context before, but they said, parachutes and a rush of blood are both wonderful, but are hard to listen to in 2021. Neither come close to the creative heights yeah. of Viva. Now, my, my guttural reaction to that is I think of the production. Um, and because I feel like I've said that before with parachutes, where I feel like parachutes in 2021, it sounds a little bit dated, the production and like the instrumentation. It sounds a little bit of the 90s, um, but not horribly. Not like you can go, oh, geez, I agree with like, that. Hard to listen to is. Yeah, that I think yeah. again, it's it's the extremes of it, or it's it's the, right. It's the degree it's of again, it. Again, we're I being think, pedantic, <laughs> right? But, but you know, like you have to. That's, I mean, that's all we have thing. to read is yeah. is the is the is the comment. So. Um, I, you know, I, I've never really thought about that in terms of rush of blood, but parachutes, I've, I, if that's what they mean by hard to listen to, I would agree that the production sounds a little bit, um, maybe dated, but I feel like fast forward 20 years, we could say the same thing about head full of dreams and, and music yeah. of the spheres and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So I, but I thought that was an interesting one too. All right, let's do, let's do one more each because otherwise we could be here all night. So, um, if you've got one that you like, find, you know, use that one. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. I've got one more that I had picked mm-hmm. out. Um, you JPA 17, mm-hmm. uh, says the parachutes is great, but slightly overrated. Uh-huh. Uh, so similar sentence sentiment, mm-hmm. uh, from trouble onwards, the album becomes pretty uninteresting until everything's not yeah, lost. That isn't, that is an unpopular opinion, <laughs> which is really, yeah, I mm-hmm. fully disagree. I think I get the like the I don't know I yeah I just no I just disagree <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and I I mean I I would again argue that I also do disagree I think it's um but it's an interesting take because I feel like I have albums like that too where I yeah. go this run of tracks does not do it for me and then, it does feel like it's know, a little slower so I get yes. why but yeah. I feel like I gravitate towards some of that yeah more yeah. sometimes I mean, high speed, sure. No, I think you're totally right. Like, I, I think that's the thing, though, <laughs> is that you have those moments of like, yeah. Um, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? That like, you want that feeling, right? You want those slow songs for a while, and sometimes if you're not in that mood, it becomes a slog to a degree. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but that that was an interesting one. Um, and then. Last one that I'm going to end with, it's not really like go with a bang or anything like that, but this is just, to me, it's an unpopular one. And I, I don't want to say this username, but it's you uh, masturbate yeah. with mustard. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I feel like they had a couple, but the one that I want to talk about was, um, is nearly all Coldplay's collabs have been brilliant, including something just like this and especially sky full of stars. Um, yes, they've all been very pop oriented, but that doesn't always mean it's bad. Um, so it's interesting because something just like this to me is one that I really don't care for because it feels the most manufactured, but it goes to that, like maybe different generations or just different opinions. That person loved that song. They said like it's one of the, the clubs have been great. And I love yeah. that second line too, of like, just because it's pop doesn't mean it's bad. And I think that goes back to the whole, like, what do we want Coldplay to be, to be versus what are they? Yeah. And, you know, I, I think about that. I think about some of the pop songs that they have that like, that's a good pop song, but if you're looking for a, a rock song, you're not going to like it, you know? Yeah. So like, I, I yeah. think that's, a, I really liked the way that was worded of like expectations. Um, ver- yeah. But like misplaced expectations. going into it. Yeah. 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 So I like that opinion. I like that idea of like, yeah, it's pop. And, but that doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean you have to like it. You don't have to like pop, but like, it doesn't mean that the right. song is bad because it's pop, you know? So 
Um, yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's one agree. of many, you know, like I think a lot well, of the ones that we agree up. with that sentiment, not that something just like this is good. <laughs> um, a lot of the other ones that we left off that we didn't mention were just like we said, shorter ones, right? Like this is good. This is bad. I don't like this. I love this, that kind of stuff. So it's this not is like the best. this is the worst. Yes, yeah. exactly. Without any context. So we're not trying to be dismissive of everyone else, but genuinely well, I, overwhelmed by how many people only have so much time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so it was fun. I loved reading a lot of those opinions and and um, and stuff like that. I, I feel like there was one that you sent me where somebody said something like um, Viva La Vida is their best album. And then somebody said, like, what acrobats in your head did you have to do to convince yourself that's an unpopular? That made me laugh so yeah. hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, well, I guess then what we should do is move on to some rainy day wrecks, right? Is that what's yeah. what we have last year? I think that's all we got. We covered uh, what's coming next from the people. I went a little back and forth, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go with the podcast Song Exploder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like this it. is a podcast for me that I've I've known about for years, mm-hmm. and I go through phases with it. I feel like I'm not a every day or mm-hmm. every, I'm not an every episode person. I'm a mm-hmm. every few months, I'll go look at what's come out and uh, toggle through it and listen to yeah, it. Yeah, same. Absolutely same. Um, but it, what it does is it, this uh, Rishikesh Hearway. Mm-hmm. Uh, has a guest who is an artist, band, whatever, and they really just spend like a half an hour breaking down one of their songs, mm-hmm. talking about how they came up with it, some of the sometimes meanings, etc. And then he plays it at the end. It's um, so cool. To, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, the insights are amazing. Uh, yes. And what I really love about this is if you're a really big fan of the band, it sometimes if you're really big if you're a fan of the band and you're a fan of the song, it can mm-hmm. bring a whole new level to it. Yep. If you're a fan of this band and that the song has not stood out to you yet, oftentimes mm-hmm. it really helps do that. Yeah. And uh, what I almost did was I almost recommended The War on Drugs, this new album. Yes, yeah, same. Uh, and I, they yep. are a new, they're a band that I've been meaning to check out for a long time. Yep. And I happened to look up Song Explorer this weekend, mm-hmm. and they had an episode where he went through the single from the new album yeah i listened to that because so that's that's what i recommend too is if you have a band that you've been meaning to check out Mm -hmm. for a long time Mm -hmm. and they have an episode that's really fun because it often just brings like you're like oh crap this is great and i want to check out the rest that's so funny that you say that because i also bought that i bought that album the weekend it came out uh maybe two three weeks ago um i don't live here anymore with that same thing, no, not not from that episode, but I'm I'm looking at it right now to see what ones I should download. By the way, um, I'm not not listening to you, um, but I had that same thing of going like, you know what? I've heard about this band a lot. A lot of bands mm-hmm. that I know, like the National, um, work with the War on Drugs and like like them and everything. Or like a lot of people were comparing the New Killers album to it. So I was like, I should just get this, um, yeah, based off of that and like have kind of like a new experience, um. And I did, and I've loved it. I've I've loved listening to it. So it's funny that we both independently <laughs> have been listening to that album without yeah. even talking about it. Um, but no, I love. Have you seen the TV, the Netflix song exploder? I've seen the episodes that I thought I'd be interested in. But yeah, there's there's yeah. Netflix. Uh, yeah. REM is on there. Killers is the Killers also. Yeah. Yep. When you were young, yeah. No, um, I I agree with you. I, I think it's a beautiful. Yeah. It's a really fun podcast. It's very 
if you're if you like the nitty gritty of the music it's really really cool yeah it's really fun and it was cool i just felt like i have only come into wolf alice the last year but mm-hmm. found an old episode of theirs gave nice. a whole new level to that song yep it's great yeah that's a great that's a great rec i love it yeah um so what do you got i'm i'm kind of weirdly you know it's it sucks to kind of go out on one that you're struggling with um because i'm like i just can't think of any like i thought about that one but i haven't listened to it well, enough that's to, life like, give that's live um i think what i'm actually gonna do is i'm gonna recommend um uh the uh, nothing. T- <laughs> <laughs> nothing i'm just gonna move on from there no i'm gonna recommend the um tarantino movie um once upon a time in hollywood his most recent movie Ooh. um i was uh, uh traveling for work last week and i was up late watching tv one night and he came on and was, came on colbert and he and he had just released a novelization of that movie um pushed uh, by sapphire pushed by sapphire <laughs> No, he's written a novel version of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And it just made me remember how much I loved that movie. And so, you know, rewatch it. And yeah. It's like, God, it's so good. The, the performances are great. The story is great. Like, it is one of his best movies for me. And um, just remember, just thinking about that got me really happy again. So I would, I yeah, Once Upon a Time yeah, in Hollywood. Yeah, it's a really good one. It's, it's, it's one of his least violent movies as far as Tarantino goes. There is violence in it, like, to yeah. be clear. But like, you know, you think about Inglourious Bastards. It's like Bastards. one scene, you're like, oh. Yeah, sure. okay. Here it is. It's yeah. Tarantino. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'd say, you know, Inglorious Bastards to me is probably still his best movie, but okay. I would probably rank that. You know, I personally like his newer movies more than um your pulp fictions and your reservoir dogs. Um yeah. and I've always you know, I'm a film student, right? Like I love Tarantino, I love film, but it's his newer movies, Inglorious Bastards and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to me are are his are his best movies. Um, and then things like Django are also, you know, amazing. So Django and Chain, but yeah, wa- once, so once upon a time in Hollywood, it's just got some, it's probably got like, if not my favorite, my second favorite Brad Pitt performance as well. I think yeah. it's just such a perfect role for him is, is this character. So he does it um, very, very well, very well. So yeah, once I don't upon think I've seen it since theaters, but I remember really enjoying it. Yeah. I've got it on Blu-ray. We can do a date one night if you want, we can just watch it, yeah. um, get some wine and snuggle up and watch Tarantino. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Well, <laughs> on that note, that's going to be it for now. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll have a holiday episode next month. I mean, we'll probably do our favorite albums of the year. Didn't we do that with BNL? Yeah. Um, we'll do something Fav- like top, our, our rank, top five top, albums. Top yeah. Five top songs. five albums. Top five songs. Okay. Cool. We'll do that. We'll that do that we'll next month this too. Year. Um, and kind of go from there. But this has been a fun yeah, journey. So it's been the. I adventure. hope you care about our rankings then. <laughs> you interrupted my. I'm interrupting you taking your adventure of a lifetime bit, but probably for the best um but uh but yeah thank just you guys do it now. um it's been the adventure of a lifetime doing this podcast um, God, with really you our has. listeners but with you especially hey that's just like the song hey no way oh man something is just i i wish we could recapture just something just like this right like something that was just this beautiful in our everyday lives but that would be cool oh yeah that was another song <laughs> oh my gosh you're right dude wow just this has been really life. really fun with Tavlo. Are you feeling okay? You look a little yellow. Yeah, I, I came, don't know. I came home last Maybe night. It's and a someone, spider in my room. Someone had broken in my place. Politics, man. <laughs> uh, you know That's what? probably why. Guns, man. <laughs> you oh, think man. we could hit them all? Thank God. No. Like Pokemon? <laughs> Every Coldplay song, we just riff for thirty minutes. <laughs> Everyone in there, yeah, oh, the man God. X and Y in particular. <laughs> About color tour. Good luck getting that in there. Well, you just did.
there we go. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening, for going on this journey. Yeah, thank you. Um, this is your first episode listening to us. Um, there's more. Try that out. And uh, we'll see you in the holiday Stay season tuned. for some Christmas lights. Yeah. Bye.